0: I'll learn over with you a gemar in Chulun, and I must uh, preface Limud that what we're learning might seem a little, uh, how shall I say it, you might not grasp right away what I'm saying, but I'll try to make myself as clear as possible. The ones that have learned already a few years should should, uh, understand what I'm talking about but it's a very, very interesting Gemara, and it's and it's not simple talk. Dorish, the Gemara is a chulen. Darsamach, I think it is. Dorosh, <laughs> 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 Rabchanineh Bar Poppe. Rabchanineh Bar Poppe, Darshan, a very, very familiar pasuk that we say in the davening every morning. Yehich void Hashem lo oilom, Yismach Hashem B'masa masa. Yehich void Hashem lo what does that mean? Yehich, let be, let it be. Yehich the the covet, the honor, the glory, whatever you'll touch in English, the word covet. Of, of the Rabban should be eternal, forever. Le'oilam. Yismach Hashem the Masov. Yismach Hashem, the Rabban should enjoy and be happy, the Masov, with his creance. More or less, I think that's the Pesach, more or less, in English. In its most simple terms. Yihich <speaking> Hashem May the glory of Hashem Yitzbarch be forever and yismach Hashem be the of him be happy and joyous with his creeds So Hanani Bar Popa comes to explain what did this pasuk mean what is he I mean, actually if you ask yourself <coughs> a question you say the davening every morning the perik before Ashray, what does it mean? What does it mean? What, 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 what does it mean? should receive joy from his queen. What does it mean? His honor should be forever. I mean, actually, in you know, to, to understand it, what does it mean? The Rabbanan came to explain this pasuk. What it means. he says, you know what this means? You know who really said this Pasek? You know who's the application of this Pasek? You know who's the concretization of this Pasek? Sar HaOilam The officer, Sar, the officer the general of the world Who's the general of the world? Not the Rebansh Lulam Taisa Springs, Matatra Matat. Tes tes. Resh That's a malach. He's an important figure in the world of the malachim of the angel. So the Gemara says that this possek of Hashem <laughs> I have a reason why I said his name for short, Matat, because we're not even to say the name of the malach. That the malach Matat, he's the one that that said, this pasik. Malach Matat, where does he come in with this posseh? When did he say this posseh, Matat? When did he express, how shall I say, the sentiments that are mentioned in this posse? When did wh- Where was it? Where was it actualized, this pasik? In, in Matat's experience? So the Yomala said... By the time of Beresh By the time of Beresh in the six days of creation of the world Bisho at the moment she'a Kadosh said when he created the trees the trees that cover the world When the Rabbanish Lam mentioned and brought into existence the process of creation of trees, in, 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 in that sentence it says the word leminoi, which means that the trees should emerge to its species, meaning that that the trees, apple trees, cherry trees, peach trees, fig trees, walnut trees. that that the trees were there were species of trees wait a minute, it'll become clearer when the Malach Matat heard that the Rabbanu said when the Rabbanu Shalom mentioned in the creation of trees that there should be species of trees so a weird thing happened in the world a weird thing that we do not have uh, a perception of how it's possible, but I'll tell you the words and I'm going to try and explain a little bit. What happened? Something weird happened. When the Rabbanishlam said by the trees that they should emerge in categories and species, Nosu so, the verdure, I think, is the word, the grass, there's such a word, verdure, V E R, the grass that grew on the face of the earth, Nosu they rationalized intellectually, they made uh, an a they made an a rationalization. They said the following. If it is the will of a karashbahu that the that the earth, the cosmos should exist in an irbuvya. Ibuvya means something mixed up, in a chaos, in a lack of order. If it were the will, they were talking to themselves, kevayachol, the grasses, the lowly plants, the simple plants, kevayachol were rationalizing and they were saying, when the Rebbeinah said, let there be trees, he injected the word laminoid, that there should be species. So if it was his will, that the world should be indiscriminate, and there should be no order and no symmetry in the in, in the cosmos, then why did he say by the trees they should have an order and they should be with the species? They asked the question. First, I'm just learning the text, then we'll come back to it. The Oikavah, and they pressed the question further, and they took this word luminoid that they perceived This word, laminoi, to its species, and they pressed it further. They analyzed it further, they said. Uma ilonoiz she'ein dark and lot says says. They said, let us look at trees. Is it the nature of trees to grow smack, snug close up to each other? No. You go in a forest, in a natural forest, in an unpolluted forest, you see the space between the trees. In the world of nature, trees believe in "live and let live." You one tree here; a few steps later, another tree. So, so the grass set to themselves, the trees, and Let us look at the trees that naturally they separate themselves from each other. Still, in all, Omer Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the said, "Le'minoi." The Torah, the Rabbani expressed himself in the Torah even with something naturally. Naturally, with something lives with a certain specific order with it. There's an individuality to trees. Still in all, the Torah emphasized and cautioned during the process of the creation of the trees. The Torah injected the word "leminoi." there should be their species. So the grass and the verge are rationalized themselves and they said, "On we! Allah has come the We who live so close to each other, little blades of grass that are smack up to each other and clusters in bunches. We that naturally do not have this natural expression of, of removing ourselves one from the other where, where we have the tendency to be intertwined and interming, intermingled and where there's no s- symmetry, so we certainly have to be careful. Allah has come the come, we certainly should worry about growing in species and having a natural balance of letting each other live. You see what happens on the lawn? People want to develop their lawn. You get this thing you call crab, grass falls in the wrong place. It eats up the whole grass. But where the grass is one species, you have a beautiful blanket. It's really beautiful. You see some lawns. It's, it's amazing to look at it. I was in the Versailles gardens. You see the lawns. And the, although it's man-made, but still after it's made, it functions. So anyway, the Gemara gives this peculiar conversation here that the verdure, that the grass, so to speak, was speaking to themselves, and they learned the Possek Chumash, and they said, It by the tree, it says, "Lemino." we certainly should be liminaled. Hosakh Sarah Oyelam. So, when the Malach Matat, when the Malach Matat heard this coming from the grass, he he opened and he sang the poset Yihichvayda Hashem L'Oyelam Yismach Hashem B'Masah. The glory of the Rebbeinu Shlomoh is forever, made, and he will, and their Rebbeinu shall receive happiness and joy from his kriya. You know, I want to tell you a few things. We're learning a piece of Enyankif, of Haggadet. You have to know how to learn Haggadet to understand, you know, the grass doesn't speak. Did you ever hear grace speak? The grace is, doesn't have an intellect. And they call a I was learning this piece of Gemara this week. And Manish, I, 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 something came to me in the Gemara. I tell you, I... I, I, I was in a public place. I nearly stood up and started to dance. If I weren't afraid, they would lock me up. <laughs> listen to, listen here. I'll try to explain the Gemara here. An amazing piece of Gemara. The first key to the Gemara is who is this Malach Matad? The Marsha says, you don't know yet, all of you, who the Marsha was. The Mersho was such a giant. The Mersho says, the mashah learned, I got it, sometimes, I, you, you have to be a holy person, I, which I'm not, but sometimes it's open, you see in the Mersho such things, that when you see, it, it's only the product of the Babu HaKadosh. The Mersho brings that matatran is Begematria Shindalakut, Shakai. 314. The Shem Shakai, one of the names of the Rebbein Shalom is Shin Dalat Yud. The Rabban Shalom, in the Torah we find the Almighty is referred to in a few names, the seven names. One of the seven names of the <laughs> Almighty is Shin Dalat Yud. We, we, we don't pronounce the Dalat not to take the name in vain so we say Shakai. Shakai, Shin is 300, Dalat is 4, Yud is 10. Masha says Matatran is up to 314. The Masha points out that matatra is the same gematria, mathematical value, as the Shem of the Rabbani Shalom, Shin Dalibut. So what does that mean? The Masha says that's not a coincidence. That means that the Malach Matat relates to this Shem. What's the Shem, Shem Yud? Each Shem means something. When you learn Torah, when you get into Torah, you see that Yud kevav ke is Rachman, Elohim is Din, Rashi Chumash brings it. And Rashi Chumash brings, what's the meaning of shin Yud? Rashi brings a Chazal, Rashi brings a Gemara, that in the word Shindalat Yud, In the word, Shindalat Yod is the last letters are dai. Dai means sufficient. So Rashi brings a Gemara, an interesting Gemara, an amazing Gemara. You have to understand the Gemara. The Gemara itself needs hours of explanation. The Gemara says like this, that at the time of creation, at the process of creation, whatever it was which is beyond our intellect to understand it fully, the Gemara says, so to speak, the world was unfurling. Our little planet, our speck of atomic dust, the other planets, the other constellations, the Milky Way, the cosmos was unfurling, it was going to such dimensions that we, our mind cannot grasp such numbers. Billions, trillion billions, billions and billions, doesn't mean anything. It's bigger than that. At the time of creation it was going. So the Rabbanish said, Die, stop. Sufficient. At a point. So the Shem Shakai, the Shem Shindalat Yod, represents the dimensions of the entire cosmos which are beyond the grasp of man. Puts a dimension to the case. The Shem Shin Dalat Yud says that my separation goes to this point and not further. That clear? That's the meaning of Shakai. That's the meaning of the Shem of Shin Dalat Yud. And this is what Rashi says in Chumash. This is not. Mysticism, this is a Rashi Echomish based on a Gemara, a quote from the Gemara, Rashi Echomish. That one of the seven names of Hashem Yisbah, one of the Meshakai, the character, the implication of this name is that that was the name that said, Die, Misha, Oma, Loilomoi, Die, the Rabbani Shalom said, Die, sufficient. We we little specks of dust that are here today and gone tomorrow, what is a human being? What is our planet? We see very little. Our vision is so opaque, so dim, we have to have the ability sometimes to laugh at ourselves and at our vision, our intelligence how we can be egotistical, to the Malach Matat, that his name has the same numerical value as dawad Yud, to him this presented a problem. To him, this presented a problem. What's the problem? What is the difference between a malach and a creant and and a human being? A malach has perceptions in a that the human being doesn't have. According to the Rishonim if we have to understand an aspect of the malachim why don't the malachim have Bechirin? Why don't they have how do you say yam in English? Free choice. What's the word for Free will. Free will. Because it is as if that they are frozen in awe. Does a person have free will? If a man goes up to him with a with a submachine gun and says, "Give me your money," has a will a, a, a free will to say no? It's hard to say no to. Because the, the realization, I've seen somebody with a machine gun in front of me and is asking me for my two dollars out of my pocket. I'm not going to argue with them. I'm frozen by this realization. A malach, this is a small marshal, a malach, his concept of relikus, of of, of the Almighty, is so clear. It's the opposite of the opaqueness of a human being. Everything is so clear there. that He has his mission and that's it. He sees it and that's it. there was a problem by Matat. Matat looked at the creation of the world and at the first look of the world, Matat saw that the covet Hashem, the glory of Hashem, is baruch, is limited. It has delineations. The Malach, in his existence, they, they see ain't soft, they see... they're all a and, and matat who was appointed to be whatever that means the, I don't want to go into that now to, the Sarah Oilo. It at first sight it seemed to him it, they're putting him they're giving him a they're giving him a menial job where they're putting him in a place where they said die where well, it's limited the the cosmos is unlimited who are we, what are we skip breakfast and went crazy to my part this was a very big problem a world of limit, where the Kvoid Hashem is limited something happened the went to create the trees. The brushel went to create the trees, and he said, "Leminoi. You look at a forest. It's such a beautiful thing to see forests. You stand back; it could look like a blanket from a pl- from a plane. It looks like a piece of cloth. Even if you are at a distance, you know you don't see the individuality in the forest." Still in this mass, in this in the, in the seem, in this in the seeming indiscriminate, indescript mass, the Torah says that there's such a thing in nature as species. Species means individuality. And then something happened. I don't know, and I cannot explain to you what it means that the grass. Looked at the trees and looked at the word leminoi in the trees, the word "species" in the trees, and intellectualized and made an apotyari reasoning that they certainly have to be with the species. But the fact is, for us, what's important for us is that after the reversion said in one place Leminoi, individuality and uniqueness, it was it was in the B'riyyah, something else applied it to itself. Something in, in, in the, in the Briya cried out against ibuvia, against the erasure of individuality, and screamed that there is such a thing as individuality. There is such a thing as uniqueness. This unleashed a force that goes beyond all boundaries. When, when the Rabanshalan said to the world, die, when the Reban said the world is one thing, die, a limit. So only so much and so much Kavod Hashem could come out of the world. You see, you go, you look you look you look at a Rembrandt. Ah. you see one Rembrandt? 10 Rebrands they're not more. When Matat first looked at the world and he saw it's it's one thing limited, there was a concern that there's only a certain amount of glory of Hashem's book that can come out of this. It's not unlimited, he's used to unlimited. But when he saw that in the world, in and, and that and, 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 and in this cloud there is he saw in this cloud there is a mechanism of breaking it down into proton, into individ- that, that, that it's not an ironclad cloud, that the that the, the seeming grass which which is in the script and which is one mass, there became an individuality of laminoid. They took the concept of laminoid. There was unleashed in debris a new force. There are no more limitations. What does this mean? The problem is Kovat Hashem. The problem is the existence of the world is Lachvoydi Bora. The raison de etra, the reason for the whole creation is Lachvoydi Borosim Yitzav That's the tachlos of the world. There should be Kovat Hashem coming out of the world. When Matat saw, That the grass made a kawakhaima, whatever that is, whatever that symbolizes, whatever that means. Matat saw that there's a mechanism, there's a breakdown mechanism in debris that can break down the limitations and take every prat and make again make clone out of it. A species has to a species is a prat and a clown. When when Matat saw this, he sang, the limitation is not really a limitation. It's a limitation, and it's not a limitation because you can break up the. You, you saw that the Shoim the Nosukav when they broke up the Pratum and, and and they became individualized and they became and and, and they expressed their uniqueness. That's a new cover, Hashem. What's a tzaddik? You know what a tzaddik is. You think a tzaddik is long prayers? That's a tzaddik. Believe well, me, it's not. If you look in the last parakim of the Masil Sharm you'll see, I told you, I mentioned to you before, the, the genius of a tzaddik, you know how you measure a tzaddik who's bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger is how much color Hashem he can produce. And it's hard for us to, to conceive this, but the Masil Shisharam talks about the achil of a tzaddik of when a tzaddik eats. When we eat, we eat for two reasons we're hungry and we like the taste of the food and if we really like the taste of the food we eat even when we're not hungry but we can't understand how eating can become like Shemineser the talks that by the bit when they eat the eating is a duty of Kroy but they breathe. The breathing is, there's a level, which is it's not our level. There's a level of a tzaddik that wherever he turns and whatever he does, it produces kavod Hashem. A unique spark of kavod Hashem. Everything that a person does, every physical thing, every spiritual thing, everything that happens in the world can fall two ways. It can be Kodesh Achor. Matat saw in, in, in the Kalvachoyma of the grass, he saw an unleashing of a mechanism that, that creates Kodesh Hashem. He says, okay, It's so. So this that we said to Elomi, die, is really not a limitation because it's such a machine that keeps on producing it. The whole, the whole Yiddishkeit and the higher levels, you know, it's hard. It's so hard. Oy. In, in the darkness that we find ourselves immersed and suspended and we live in a dark, dark, dark world. A distorted, grotesque world. The Navi says, the world gets so sick on that which is really bitter, they say it's sweet. On that which is sweet, they say it's bitter. That's the world we live in. It's very hard to understand, you know, that the world is a place that has to produce quite shamanic. The Chazainish, the Chayim of Racha, used to go swimming. The doctor told him to bathe in the ocean in Tel Aviv at a private beach. swimming, in America, I have to tell you what the beach is, when the Chazanish went swimming, it was, maybe you could see it, I think you could possibly see it, it was a river covered in a This is the genius of the world. This is what the world has to aspire to, to constantly produce kvayt In the Gemara, I told you, I mentioned many times, I was speaking to somebody this week. Gemara speaks a lot about saying shalom aleichem to somebody. somebody. A stranger comes in, the Gemara says, you should run over and give him shalom aleichem. So I was telling somebody, I knew, you know, you know this book, Ish Tzadik me, I knew this Rabbi Yelevin I knew him this Ish Tzadik I knew him how do I know him I was on a wedding a relative of mine in Yerushalayim and he came in there wasn't a lot of people at the meal there we were about 75 people and everybody went over and gave me Shalom Aleichem he didn't know me Jewish, in Yerushalayim there's no shortage of beards you know I gave me Shalom Aleichem had a beard there. <laughs> so he gave me Shalom Aleichem you know Quickly, you know, maybe a second, more than than I would usually expect. He had a genius of saying, Shalom Aleichem. I felt that something strange in his Shalom Aleichem. You looked in your face with a, you know, a natural smile. First of all, you felt for a second as if you and he are alone in the room and there's no one else there. again, you know, and the person's giving a lot of Shalom Aleichems. You know what I mean? How can you feel like that? You feel like an ant in an ant But I saw that, he, that it was an avoider. By him, Sholem Aleichem was an avoider. It was a creation. It was not, it was not, I don't fool myself. I gave a lot of big people shalom Aleichem, and I never felt it. He had developed a virtuosity in in Sholem Aleichem. There was something funny there. I didn't, I'm talking about vibes. I didn't. You, you felt that he's. It's hard to describe that he's suctioned up. That he's only talking to you. He's giving you at this thirty seconds, twenty seconds, shalom and there's nobody else left in the room. He's concentrated on you. You felt that it's a i Hashem. I'm an example. It's ordinary. What could there be in a Shalom Aleichem? What could you expect? Again, the was of Rebbe Shalom Aleichem, and Rebbe Sassalma Shalom Aleichem, and the Chazerim Shalom Aleichem, and the briskar of Shalom Aleichem. so other people. Never felt it. This man happened to develop an voida. I'm just giving you examples of yich voida, Hashem liyolam, yismach Hashem v'masah. We don't know. We're very earthbound. We are very earthbound what we think are big people are not big people we're trained by the schools and the newspapers to think are big people president when I was a kid I thought a president was next time Allah I hello I president next time Allah I, I grew older I start to read more information about the pre- the contemporary presidents I read a book. I'm not talking about Nixon and Watergate. His language. Jimmy Bressler wrote a book. I was flabbergasted. The president of the United States uses vile, obscene words as a cabinet meeting. You think, words? He talks about the most obscene things in, in the most obscene way? That's a big person. I was at a meeting with who did me a favor in getting this building the representative from the House of Representatives. I wanted to hide under the table. This is a big person. This is big. I knew Jews who couldn't know who, who didn't understand the Mishnah that was so delicate. Their language was so refined. Their piety was so deep. We used to say till him when we were kids in shul with Jews who didn't understand the till him There was a way of saying Shabbos afternoon, 20 Jews used to get together. One Jew used to see, he was the leader, he used to say one Pusik. And all of us used to answer with the next pusik He said the third and we answered with the fourth. And I could tell you that 90% of the people in that group didn't didn't know what the tiller meant. But it was it was They were doing something. The, the success of the universe depends upon how much kolat Shemayim goes out from the world. Tzadik means how much kolat Shemayim he can produce. That's the true meaning of what a tzadik is how much kala. Shine he really can produce. In America, you go in a bookstore and says, one of the best sellers next to the Bible, how to win friends and influence people. Salesmen go take that course. They're interested in being nice to you? No! They want to sell you something, they want to get some money, some commissions. So they'll act nice to you. The Gemara says, have the Kabbalists call on them to soy the in the office? Greet everybody with a nice face, with a nice smile. So, somebody asked me, does that mean you should be false? You're in a bad mood and you should go, hello, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hello, honey. Mm-hmm. Have a nice day, honey. The operator. <laughs> Have a nice day. It's all shaken. So, somebody asked me, does uh, the Gemara says you should always smile to someone? Does it mean that you should be a chakra? told you, you don't understand the Gemara. The Gemara says that you should learn Torah so much till you understand what a human being is. Till no matter what mood you are, you'll understand that the next fellow sitting standing next to you is not a monkey, that you have to treat him with a certain dignity, and then you'll smile no matter what mood you are, and if you do it out of the perspective of understanding the dignity of a human being, the holy dignity of a human being, it's avoid Hashem. It's not how to win friends and influence people. The whole tachlis of the world is Yihich Hashem Uyeru yismach Hashem Damaz. Go talk. Go, go, go on, park and you go on 15, you go talk. Nobody's going, nobody's going to think, you're crazy, what are you the whole, the whole grain of the world, the whole force of the world, the whole thrust of the world is the opposite today of Yihich Voi Hashem Uyeru. In the Kabbalah firm it says that He is very pained by the world. mind To me, when I, I a little bit I think a little bit I touched here what, what the Gemara is talking about, but, why he sang, he saw that his individuality, his uniqueness, it goes yet further to produce kvoida shmay. If if it's one piece of grass, so it's one quiet And if each blade of grass, the Gemara says in a different place that on each blade of grass is a malach that sends and says and commands and grows. You have to know what that means. On each blade of grass, that means what we're saying, on each blade of grass is your mind. Because the, the mystery, the amazing, the strange mystery of of, of, of what do you call chlorophyll? Why, the grass is green. A malach, when, when, when a malach sees that wisdom, the malach stands in awe. We don't see it. On each blade of grass, there's coverage your mind. In your life, there's coverage your mind everything you do. You, you could. There could be coverage your mind, mamish in everything a person does. Learning, dobbling, how he keeps his room, <laughs> room, neatly clean. understand. Yeah. The says they saw who was it, he was going someplace. So he said, they asked the Rebbe, he was a Rebbe at Talmudim, they, they Talmudim asked him, Where is he going? He said, I'm going to do uh, a chesed with, with Aluvasi, he says, with my, uh, I say Aluv in English. Uh, like my pitiful body, I have rahmanas on my body, because so I'm going to take a shower. Going to the bathroom. Yeah, oh, that's it's kveit shemaim. The question is, my body has to keep it clean. It's your shemaim, and everything. And and this is the future of the world. This is the inner core of the world. This, this is what this is what made matatz sing Yichvai Hashem and nisma Hashem People talk. The power of speech this quachama. You're a person talk, he opens his mouth, it's like a sewer. You learned gummurat saw all over Shash, that the Torah spoke this way. So why did the Torah use such verbose language? Because the Torah did not want to express itself in a coarse way. People talk, you have to stop your ears and listen to when they talk. Because speaking is quotam how you speak to whom you speak what you speak to say a good to say to say a kind word to say an encouraging word it's quite your mind you think it's easy to say encouraging words that mean something i'd rather pick up a hundred pound sack ten times than have to encourage somebody it takes more strength out of it because you just can't encourage somebody if you're a bit okay, it's going to pat them on the back it's going to be okay you have to be able to, to create a light a truth, a reality to, to penetrate to a reality that is going to be okay that takes strength out of a person all down the line I'm just telling you wherever you go the future, you know we live in a world where there's a tremendous pessimism and a tremendous despair, and a tremendous cynicism, and all these attitudes and emotions of sickness a grotesque distortion. So, a person is, What is the core of the world? What is the meaning of the world? The meaning of the world is. <laughs>